Let's dance. What's that got to do with dancing? The show is not about dancing. And did someone order a grande? Our brand new coach, Ariana Grande! I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, September 20th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The Crown lived up to its name at Sunday's Emmy Awards, where season four of Netflix's British Royals drama swept its categories, winning the Big Seven. Outstanding drama, writing, directing, lead actor Josh O'Connor, lead actress Olivia Colman, supporting actor Tobias Menzies, and supporting actress Gillian Anderson. Ted Lasso also racked up four wins, best comedy, and acting wins for lead actor Jason Sudeikis, and supporting actor and actress Brett Goldstein and Hannah Waddingham. The comedy Hacks also proved it isn't one. The HBO Max series won for comedy writing and directing, and for lead actress Queen Jean Smart. She joins Betty White on a very elite list. They're the only two actresses who've won Guest, Supporting, and Lead Actress Comedy Emmys. Other big winners include The Queen's Gambit, which won limited series and directing, Mare of Easttown stars Kate Winslet, Evan Peters, and Julianne Nicholson, and Michaela Cole for writing the limited series I May Destroy You. And RuPaul broke the record for most wins by a black performer with RuPaul's Drag Race's win in the reality competition category. He now has 11 Emmys. You can check out the full list of winners and our picks for best and worst moments and EW critic Kristen Baldwin's review of the show all at EW.com. And I have more winners to tell you about now at the Weekend Box Office. Jessica Chastain and Clint Eastwood were no match for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which, according to Comscore estimates, held strong in its number one spot for the third weekend in a row, bringing in a total of $21.7 million and boosting its domestic box office total to $176.9 million. Ryan Reynolds' Free Guy held on to second place, earning another $5.2 million. Clint Eastwood's new movie Cry Macho debuted in third, making $4.5 million. Candyman and Malignant rounded out the top five. Chastain's The Eyes of Tammy Faye debuted in ninth place with a total of $675,000 across 350 screens. And never say never lost star Matthew Fox, who once vowed that he was done with television after that ABC drama concluded, will return to the small screen in a limited series thriller for NBC Universal's streaming service Peacock. Titled Last Night and based on the apocalyptic novel by Alex Scarrow, the series will follow, according to a press release, a family fighting to survive in a world that's been suddenly thrown into chaos. Fox will star as Andy Nielsen, a petrochemist who discovers that the world's oil supply has been cut off while he's on a business trip to the Middle East. With his wife, son, and daughter scattered across Europe, the family must face the distance and dangers that separate them to find each other and reunite. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Now let's jump into our top three picks for today, starting with number three, The Big Leap. 
Fox's uplifting new drama revolves around a group of diverse, down-on-their-luck characters who attempt to turn their lives around with a tried-and-true method, joining a reality dance show featuring a modern reimagining of Swan Lake. Just go with it here. There's Gabby, a single mom whose college pregnancy ended her dance dreams. Reggie, a pro football player looking to rehab his image. Julia, a housewife looking to find a new purpose, and Mike, a laid-off factory worker looking to win back his wife. They'll attempt to perfect their points and pirouettes while navigating personal strife and a manipulative producer. Here's a preview. I'm going to audition. Why would you do that? Yeah, why would you do that? This is how I get my wife back. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I love this guy. Get a camera on your schlubby friends back there. This is my dream, and I'm going for it because I believe in me. I'm so sorry, but this is the end of the road for you. I blew it. You get more chances than you think. Go get it. Don't worry about the lack of star power. Idea, Reggie Sadler. Tight end for the Detroit Lions. I'm not a dancer. If I can teach him the choreography and get him to audition, can I get another shot? I'm sorry she was caught. She looks like America. And America needs a win. She really does. That cast you heard there includes Terry Polo, Scott Foley, and SNL's John Rudnitsky, but it's newcomer Simone Rakasner who anchors the show as Gabby. Here's Rakasner on why she connected so strongly with the character. I've never experienced joining a character and kind of going through a similar experience that they're going through. So, yes, you could say the physical part, but at the same time, I feel braver than I ever did even a few weeks ago in dance. Mm. And I think that she's kind of going through a very similar experience, but as she keeps pushing herself to the precipice of what she thinks is her edge, she keeps moving forward and finding out that she has a support system, finding out that she is able to lean on the people around her, then learns that she's ultimately able to lean on herself. And if I'm honest, I'm kind of going through that experience actively in the middle of filming this. I'm like, oh, okay, I wasn't a dancer, but I can move. I understand my body. I can trust my instincts and jump in. And you, too, can jump into the big leap starting tonight at 9 on Fox. It's trivia time. Sir Darius Blaine, who plays Reggie on The Big Leap, made his feature film debut in the remake of what beloved 80s movie? Footloose, Robocop, or The Karate Kid? Stick around for the answer. Number two. Now let's keep on dancing with our number two pick, the season premiere of Dancing with the Stars. ABC's competition series hits the floor for its landmark 30th season tonight, with 15 celebrities ready to compete for that coveted Mirrorball trophy. This season's cast features the usual mixture of celebs, including actors Brian Austin Green, Melora Hardin, and Martin Cove, singers Jimmy Allen and Melanie C., Olympic gymnast Suni Lee, and pop star Jojo Siwa, who will form half of the first same-sex pairing in the show's history. Other contestants include former Bachelor Matt James and The Real Housewives of Atlanta star Kenya Moore, who has a poignant backstory about why she wanted to be on the show. 
Take a listen. I was introduced to dance by my grandmother who raised me from three days old. And she had myself and her daughter at five years old dancing at, at like a local community center. It was free. It was fun. It was amazing. And it developed my love for dance. And um, I lost my grandmother three years ago. So when I got the offer to do the show this year, I was like, absolutely and I will be dancing for not only my grandmother, but for my daughter, who is now almost three years old. So it's for them. Oh, watch out, everybody. More could be a formidable contender here. Tune in to see who's got what it takes to go all the way. Dancing with the Stars 30th season kicks off tonight at 8 on ABC. Last week, we heard from Justin Long, who co-directed and stars in the new movie Lady of the Manor, available on Blu-ray and DVD tomorrow. Today, we're posing the same question to his co-star, Melanie Linsky. What you watching? So something that I've watched kind of recently that I really think everybody should watch if you haven't yet is Dirty John, the Betty Broderick story, starring Amanda Peet. It's a very intense and tragic true life story um and amanda's performance in it is absolutely crazy she goes from this perfect beautiful homemaker to just completely unhinged and the way she plays like the levels of desperation to get to where she finally gets to and the obsession um and she lets herself unravel it's so real and I worked with her on togetherness and I was astonished every single day that I got to work with her about how good she was (laughs) And this was just next level, even for how amazing she was on togetherness and and what I witnessed her do. It's just like a career defining performance. She's absolutely incredible. And I think people appreciate her. I think people know how good she is, but more people could, could learn how good she is. I just think the whole world should be singing her praises and offering her every single job because she's just like flat out terrific. So I, I hope people see that. All the love for Amanda Peet, who, by the way, also recently co-created the Netflix dramedy The Chair. You can also find Dirty John, the Betty Broderick story on Netflix and catch Linsky in Lady of the Manor on VOD and Digital Now. Stay tuned. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey, everyone. I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, New Girl premiered on Fox 10 years ago today on September 20th, 2011. The sitcom starred Zoe Deschanel as Jess Day, a quirky teacher who moves into a Los Angeles loft with three male roommates played by Jake Johnson, Max Greenfield, and Lamorne Morris. 
Also starring Hannah Simone as Jess's longtime friend Cece, New Girl received critical praise and five Emmy nods for its first season and would run for seven years on Fox. The show would garner an even bigger following after debuting on Netflix and has remained popular viewing on the streamer. EW's own Derek Lawrence dubbed it the perfect quarantine comfort binge last year, writing, quote, during this weird and uncertain time, there's something soothing about spending 146 episodes with a bunch of lovable weirdos. You can find those lovable weirdos, once again, on Netflix. And now, everyone sing out for our number one pick, The Voice. The singing competition has taken the stage for its 21st season tonight, with a live audience back in the studio, and a new season means, yet again, a new coach. Ariana Grande will replace Nick Jonas in the fourth red chair this season, becoming the latest music superstar to try her hand at The Voice and challenge Blake Shelton's dominance. Here's a preview. I'm the returning champion of The Voice, and I plan on winning. I love your voice. Someone needs to write you a show. It's fun to have your own TV show. This is mine. I've had this one for years. Don't pick Blake, whatever you do. You like that right there? What else do you like to sing? Ariana Grande. Is everybody in here just obsessed with Ariana? You have no chance! Push it back. Push it back. Sounds like the Seven Ring singer is poised to shake things up at The Voice. The four coaches, Grande, Shelton, Kelly Clarkson, and John Legend, recently spoke to EW about how Grande changed the dynamic this season. Here's what they had to say. I don't know what I expected, like, song selection-wise, but I've loved the songs just because it's so random. I was like, what? Like, the song selection that she's doing, it's all over the map. Like, even, like, decade. Like, I think that's really cool. Um, especially, I don't know, I've done it enough to where you hear, like, certain songs over and over, so it's, it was really nice. I think your song selection's cool. New energy. Her song selection is shocking. New energy. It is yeah. shocking, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes unexpected, <laughs> but that's not a compliment. But providing joy, <laughs> is providing joy. Say I'm just sitting here waiting. It's for shocking. Me. Like as he reloads, like you know, in a video game when you shoot a bunch of times and it takes a few seconds to reload. I just am watching him reload. Blake gonna be Blake as always, y'all. Here are the coaches on what else we can expect this season. It's a weird season. That's it hard. is such a weird season. Yeah. I think it's so evenly split. Everyone's True. teams are so incredible and also so diverse with the like talent and genres and voices that each of us have. I think it's a very even split and I really love my team. So I don't know. I feel very proud of my team. But I don't know. I think it's an even split. I would say it's going to be pretty um, That's cute. random. This That's season cute. feels like the Blake. deepest <laughs> group of talented people that we've ever had, honestly. Um, there's really, really great people on everyone's team. And I think we have more really great people this season than I think I've seen since I've been on the show. We might just be in for the best season of The Voice yet. I can't wait. It all begins tonight at 8 on NBC. Trivia. And now the answer to today's trivia question. The Big Leap star Sir Darius Blaine made his feature film debut in the remake of what beloved 80s movie? Footloose, Robocop, or The Karate Kid? Like The Big Leap? It also called upon his dancing skills. The answer is the 2011 remake of Footloose. 
Blaine has since gone on to star in Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, and The Next Level, as well as the upcoming biopic, American Underdog, The Kurt Warner Story. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall and Carly Usden.